0: This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Dancer, Kurt. I see the head. Oh, you got the smooth move going. (laughs) Excellent. Welcome, everybody, to Noon on Tuesday. I am your host, Gina, from Venissimo. And I think we'll all agree that pedophiles are bad, but (laughs) turrophiles are awesome. They're the best people in the world. And if you're wondering what a turophile is, that is a cheese lover. (laughs) So today, if you happen to be an aspiring cheesemaker... Or simply love cheese, then Queso Diego is the club you need to learn about. And I am here with Kurt Wittenberg, who is a avid and uh, active member of Queso Diego. Welcome, Kurt. Thank Welcome. you very much. Not to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thank you for coming. So um, Kurt, I guess let's start by tell us a little bit about yourself. Well,
1: I am a uh avid cheesemaker, as you say, but I also am a avid fermenter of all sorts. Fermenter of all things. I love mm-hmm. uh fermenting vegetables and I love fermenting beer and I love fermenting cider and oh. so I I Yeah. I love the fermentation process and I love the product.
0: And so. love the product. So one thing led to another. What did you ferment first? I think that I probably
1: first fermented blackberries back Ooh, in college yeah. when I lived near a blackberry vine. So, oh nice! That was probably how it got started. How you got started? That didn't turn out too. Well. I was
0: gonna say, <laughs> did you turn that into wine? <laughs> what did we turn it into? It was for wine. Okay, um, very good, but not too well. It sounds it didn't good. Turned
1: out great. <laughs> but I have uh, it really in the past six, seven years, I've really gotten into uh, various forms yeah. of fermentation, and I'm mm-hmm. a yeast geneticist. So, okay, I. Know a few things about uh, fermenting things, and, yeah. and it was a natural
0: A natural evolution. progression. This is good, because Indeed. I did notice you're also a member of the quaff which is a big beer brewing society yep. or so club, right?
1: True, and I'm a member of two beer clubs, uh-huh. oh the Society God. of Barley Engineers and Quaff.
0: Yeah. Oh, and, that is really uh, good, Kurt. Do you remember, Sean, Shauna Doty, that used to live here. Was this back? I'm not sure how know. long or, okay, cause she was in Qua. Anyway, yep. another cheese. She There's a bunch went on to cheese Quaff. making and, yeah, and became a cheese maker. And, yeah, interesting. Okay, very good. Um, how did you fall in love with cheese then? It was like, you well, said it was natural. Did you love I guess cheese that's before a- and said,
1: that's yeah. another evolution, right? <laughs> started with Velveeta, I'm sure. Oh everybody does.
0: Craft <laughs> singles, Velveeta. <laughs> and then I did, you cheese. know, I've always
1: I've always loved cheese. I've eaten a lot of cheese throughout my life. Yeah. But I think again, my real passion for cheese started when I started mm-hmm. making cheese. Yeah. Just like my passion for beer. I was a beer drinker but not mm-hmm. uh, a very diverse beer drinker. Yeah. But when I started making uh the foods I I started really opened the and eyes and looking really deep into yeah them. So that's sort of, I'm oh, passionate about things I get into. Exactly,
0: to really and, go for uh, it.
1: I just get deep into
0: it. Deep in and then away you go. Do you recall like, make what your first cheese was well, that you my, made?
1: My first cheeses were ricottas mm-hmm. and other fresh cheeses, yeah. uh, you know, chev. Yeah. And then, you know, the way I get into hobbies is I say, I, I look at something and I say to myself, Wow, you can make that at home. That's I great.
0: should do it. I should try that.
1: <laughs> and then I do it a few times, and if it goes well, yeah. then I start really uh, really delving in. It. Yeah, that's so, so awesome. That's sort of how this
0: went. And how it goes.
1: It started to be bloomy rind cheeses. Yeah. And I realized I needed a cheese cave, and then I realized I oh, could dear, aged cheeses. And, mm-hmm. and it goes
0: from there. And it goes from there. Right. Let me ask you this, Kurt, because it's happened to me. Mozzarella. How many have you failed at these batches? So, or is so, it just me?
1: So my one of my first cheeses was a mozzarella. I did the the simple mozzarella first. It okay. seemed to turn out pretty well. It yeah. uh, didn't have much of a flavor profile, so I decided, well, I'm going to do the real bacterial acidification of the mozzarella mm-hmm. instead of acidifying it with acid. Okay. And uh, when I did that, I overshot. And <laughs> what happens then is you cannot stretch the cheese. Okay, And shoot. then it... Yeah. Be- got salted and became a really bad feta.
0: It really So, <laughs> <laughs> so no stretch and no I was going to say did it turn into a rubber ball? I've had that happen before it, like well, too much stretch it, too it, rubbery. No, it
1: just it just broke every time yeah. I'd go to stretch it and so I never got any Uh-huh. Yeah. To it, it can so. be maddening,
0: right? Yeah. It- It was indeed. I I leave that to the professionals personally.
1: (laughs) But I I don't know. know. Interestingly, now I've made all kinds of cheeses. I've never gone back to mozzarella. I've never made another mozzarella.
0: Right. Kind of again, why would you? When you can do kind of all these other things. That is really good. Um, Is that what led you to Queso Diego?
1: So that was then soon after that. Because of the associations mm-hmm. through the beer club, if you know, Queso Diego was born out of Quaff. Yep, and mm-hmm. uh, and so I heard about Queso Diego through some Quaff yeah. members. Okay, and thought I should try it. Yeah, and one thing led to another, and
0: here I am. And here you are. So have you been around since its inception, which is now two thousand what, what year? Nine.
1: So we're in our sixth year, I believe. 2012 uh, 2000. was when it officially started. Okay, okay. Um, so the club was born out of Quaff, as I mm-hmm. said, and, and it was really started uh, apparently by a cheese class that was offered to Quaff members by Horace Bixby, who was known as Horace, Bixby, yes, uh, exactly. Good away, memories. Mm-hmm. Now. And uh, he and Chris Banker, mm-hmm. uh, Evolved this idea of a cheese club over a year or so, and in sure. 2012 the club started officially, and now yeah, we are moving along.
0: Moving along, years. good. There's a lot of members. Yeah, like so, every month, more and more mem- members, exactly. cheese lovers, cheese makers.
1: And I don't and I don't have an accurate number right now, but I know yeah. we should be right at about a hundred or a little over. That's,
0: that's really great for just a, a local. Um, Casual, right, get-together type club. How often do you guys meet?
1: So we meet once a month, Mm -hmm. and we meet at uh, Alesmith Brewing Company.
0: Great location. And it is
1: the third Tuesday of the month. Mm -hmm. I always forget to say this. Mm -hmm. And it's at 6.30 p.m., and the meetings are relatively informal, but we always have a formal presentation of some sort. We talk about cheese, and we share cheese, and... You can eat dinner every month at the club by yeah. just coming together. Just the showing up and, and
0: coming coming together. <laughs> so and I assume a, some good beers too. <laughs>
1: and it's great beer at Alesmith, and then people bring beer and yeah. people bring their own fermented beverages.
0: oh uh, nice. So. Super, super group. I've noticed um a lot focuses on cheese making, which is fun. I see like lots of different people teaching different elements of cheese making, people sharing their um uh just their passion for it or their mistakes, you know, and I think that's so valuable when I'll read the little, you know, feed and be like, oh, I would suggest you don't do this, but I suggest you use that. So it's really is helpful for someone just trying to dabble into cheese making. Yeah.
1: Indeed. And
0: Mm -hmm. I, you know,
1: I talk to, I meet people all the time who learn that I make cheese and they say, oh, I've been meaning to do that. And it's really hard to get over the First Mm -hmm. barriers. Most people who are interested in cheese have made a chevre, or a ricotta, ricotta. or or even a a queso fresco or something like that. But they've never done anything further than that, and it's it's a step. So we try and make that step really easy for people. Mm -hmm. There's uh, cheese making classes associated with the club. That's super. Uh, Larry Stein teaches most of Mm -hmm. our cheese making classes, and they're excellent and they're relatively inexpensive. There are, uh, there's a discussion, an open discussion of problems yeah. that people have had with cheese making every time we meet. <laughs> and there's, you know, about half the presentations are in some aspect of cheese styles, cheese making, etc. Yeah, so so helpful. It's super helpful. Yeah. And, and, you know, I say that the the, cheese, the club is made up of cheese lovers, mm-hmm. some of whom are cheese makers, not mm-hmm. all of whom. Sure. And, you don't have to be and, by any means, right? you don't at all have to be. You mm-hmm. can come. Uh, share cheeses that other people have made professionally. Professionals, yeah. Um, you, if you want to come to the meeting and share something, you can participate in all the events of the club yeah. without making cheese. But we're trying to encourage more cheese making.
0: Making it's really great. I have to say, um, we've come a long way for cheese making in this in this city because I've been a judge at the state fair. And they just started a few years ago. You know, home cheesemakers would submit their cheeses. And I'm going to be frightfully honest. The first year was not good. (laughs) Okay, there were a couple good ones in there. But this last time, wow, there were some spectacular cheeses. I cannot even say, I'm like thinking to myself, somebody made this at home? That is crazy. And I was just in awe. I just wanted to, hats off, um, pat on the back, uh, floored.
1: That goes back to what I said about, Getting into cheese making myself, yeah. it's like I go, "Wow, I have something!" And I say, "You can do this at home." Yeah, you know. And and that's how I've gotten into all my hobbies. All into the
0: hobbies, yeah. And then and it, it, it leads that. on. Have you entered into the fair?
1: I have. I never into know the, the names fair, of who the county fair. Uh huh. So so this year the club actually took mm-hmm. over the the cheese competition. The whole thing. Oh, the they fair. did. Okay, yeah, so, so we're running now the whole in thing. charge of the cheese makes good competition. sense. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, We got Jenny Eastwood from Small Goods involved, and she's a certified cheese judge, and she recruits a bunch of other Mm -hmm. people who have significant experience for our certified cheese judges, and so the fair competition has really taken a step (gasps) up, and and we'd love to have more people submitting their cheeses. Mm -hmm. We know there's lots of people outside the club that are making great cheeses right so uh, that would be great to have more people participate
0: to do that, that. <gasps> did you win this year did you any of i won reasons? several no. yes <laughs> i entered five
1: cheeses and i can't remember if uh-huh. i won for all of them but i won for won something for most of them oh this is good but there this were a good. small number of cheeses i will admit
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay was there still the category i want to say it was vegan cheeses
1: i don't know that there was do you recall
0: was. okay Good because I have a very good position on that. That I don't really think that that's cheese. So good. That's good to hear. It's a I think product. Been proger- it progress. It may taste good,
1: but it's a different product. Yeah, right. that's really
0: true. That's yep. really true. Yep. Uh, what was of the ones you made this year? Did you have an absolute favorite? That's something that you're super proud of.
1: Well, you know the the cheeses I have been most successful mm-hmm. with. Although I must admit I have a hard time controlling their ripeness. Are are my bloomy rind
0: cheeses. Our Bloomies. Okay. And I love
1: bloomy rind cheeses. Oh, yeah. And I I have just started in the last year making valençay.
0: You have, which,
1: which mm. I love, and I love when it ripens up and the bloom comes through the ash, mm-hmm. and and then you you get that that little yellowing and yeah. oh yeah it's it's wonderful to see it now. This this brings us to the the issue of the Library of Cheesemaking. I don't Mm -hmm. know if
0: you want to get to that. I do want Um, to talk about that because you're building one, is my understanding, Queso Diego.
1: So the big deal for me was we now have cheese forms, or some people call them Mm -hmm. molds, but we try not to confuse them with cultures. Sure. So we have cheese forms Mm -hmm. uh, available to club members, and we have cheese molds and bacterial cultures available to club members. Oh, that's so nice. the story is, is that... Uh, the Very Good Food Foundation and uh, really facilitated by our sort of sustainability guru, Jack Ford yeah. of Taj Farms. Hats off uh, to Jack has for everything really he's done. really promoted yeah. the club and really helped us yeah. out uh, in terms of supporting the club at, through the Berry Good Food Foundation. Mm-hmm. And that has enabled us to both obtain from members and from Jack and from uh, by purchasing... All kinds of different cheese-making equipment. So oh, we have nice. almost a couple hundred, I think, maybe 150 cheese forms oh, of, for wow. all different styles of cheeses that are available to members to be checked out.
0: Yep, just like we, a library.
1: We have we have cheese presses. Ah. We have uh, expendable goods as well. So we have supplies like cheese cloth and. Uh, ash and uh, annatto and all kinds of things you might need for making all different kinds of cheeses. And then Mm -hmm. we have more than 20 different kinds of cultures available. And I've taken the responsibility that we split those Mm -hmm. into small portions because one of the biggest barriers to cheese making and making cheese, types of cheeses that you haven't made before is getting the right cultures to do it and getting the right forms. Mm -hmm, And, we want to break down those barriers. And one of the problems with getting cultures is they come in big packages that are generally made for commercial batches. So unless you have someone to break them down into small one or two batch, you know, several gallon amounts, then you're you're not going to get those. Exactly. And so we are doing that and making those available. So we have all different kinds of... Uh, molds and bacterial right. cultures for all different kinds of
0: cheeses. All different kinds. Right. So you can really dabble without and a huge investment and you're just exactly. like, oh, do I really like this? Exactly. You know, and which way do I want to go? So then and you
1: start making things that you never thought of making before because you knew you were going to have to pay $35 for a mm-hmm. Enough culture to make your sure. one gallon of exactly. milk. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and then I need the milk so, and then I want this. Yeah. Exactly. It gets crazy. Are you the chief librarian? Of the, well,
1: uh, so the cl- the, <laughs> the library was set up by Larry Stein, Chris mm-hmm. Banker, and myself. Oh, nice. And uh, it is done online. Requests are done online. And then we each have pieces of the library. Yeah. And we bring them to, and the, bring it to the next if meeting if someone has signed up.
0: That is super and, cool. And
1: we literally charge a dollar for enough yeah. of a culture to make a couple gallons worth of. Uh, you can't milk. beat that.
0: Yeah,
1: and can't uh, beat it. You know, it's great. Oh, it's, that's it's good. all about access, and so yeah. We're hoping to make more cheese lovers into cheese makers, mm-hmm. but we love the cheese lovers too. Right? Yes, exactly.
0: Because <laughs> exactly. the cheese lovers will eat what you make, exactly. <laughs> and I, uh, I'm all for the cheese makers because I, I'm in awe. I mean, it definitely is. Thanks. I think a labor of love. Thank you. Um, love it. Yep. And it's you know, um, but I will do my part to make sure everybody eats it. <laughs> definitely, because it's so good. Indeed. Have yeah, you? Do you?
1: Benissimo obviously is a oh. great resource
0: around well, town. Well, thank you. You know, it's, it's I, I just I love cheese. Yep. I just love eating it. Yep. But I'm I'm scared to I'm not a, I have not learned the art and science of fermentation of things, you know, except like maybe pickling something. So to me, all that science part kind of scares me away. So making is daunting. Like, I would be, I'm nervous to make it. Yeah. And I've had some epic fails with mozzarella. So I'm like, oh, now I'm scared to try to the next one. But it sounds like, you know, something like I this I say could get be... away
1: from mozzarella, because yeah, mozzarella is not it. actually yeah. easy.
0: <laughs> no, let's go to an easier one, like, you know, a valence. Not valence is not so hard. <laughs> I'm kidding. <but laughs> yeah. It's not so hard. Okay, but. if you say so. But what a way to be able to test and uh, give it a trial run. Well, and and
1: being a scientist, uh, that is, you know, there's obviously many non-scientists who make great Mm -hmm. cheese. But being a scientist, it's just fun to work my passion into my hobbies. Right. Sure. And so it it works out really well. And I love the process and I love Mm -hmm. learning about the process and each thing I learn about the process then makes me want to try a new product, exactly, right?
0: and a new thing, and
1: so so it's it's been a really exciting. fun evolution. I'm really excited about it, and yeah, um, we have some amazing cheese makers in the club.
0: I I I know. I keep I've seen it. I've tasted some, and I just am in awe. Yeah. I and mean, it's really really cool to see. Um, Blessed are the you cheese makers like they said I know I need to get my butt in there and like just a, and and really try. Like yeah. I would want to be one to learn to make. Yeah. Cuz can taste it all day and sell it all day. but oh, Got to get in there and get past past pass that hurdle. Yep. Um, but I too love the bloomy rinds. Do you have like when you you say a special cave did you build like a, just a little special refrigerator or do you exactly. have a little room in your place for cheese?
1: So what I did so uh, is that using my brewing experience because mm-hmm. the first thing you learn about brewing is the more temperature you could control that you have, the better off you are. So I already had a good sense how to turn a refrigerator or a freezer into a temperature controlled environment, environment that sure. I could really get accurate temperature. And it's become extremely cheap. Yeah. If you can buy a cheap used dorm refrigerator mm-hmm. and you want to put temperature control on it, you can do it for... Yeah. $30, $40. Nice. And, and your cave is born. The next mm-hmm. step is humidity. Yeah. Now, you can control humidity in just a container with something damp, some damp paper towel. Right. You replace it off and you keep your cheese off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can control humidity nicely and, and get your first cheeses going. But yeah. if you want to have cheeses grow, uh, developing for months, then... Yeah. You're probably going to get tired of babysitting that all the time. Yeah. But now God. there are also inexpensive humidity controllers. Mm-hmm. And you buy a little humidifier that you can buy for 20 bucks on yeah. Amazon. And mm-hmm. you plug it in to this controller and it keeps your humidity at 85% or 90%. Right.
0: So then um, you don't have to ter- flip the towels, exact, do the, yeah, fill the exactly. bins. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: So, you know, we're, we've sort of huh. come up with a plan on how you can make a, using a used dorm refrigerator and make a yeah. cheese cave for a hundred bucks.
0: This and is really good. you
1: can age a lot of cheese in one of those.
0: You can. And all this I could learn at the library or from the experts, of course, at
1: Yeah, so you, could, the you can get that yeah. from the meetings. And I believe Chris might have written up a sheet on it. Yeah, a or little a, bit. Or a, a post somewhere in our Facebook or somewhere. Yeah. But... Um, it's very it's very straightforward, and we've talked about it at the meetings. People mm-hmm. have shared different yeah humidifiers that are used and yeah.
0: I, I do remember once Horace sharing all his ingenious kind of ways that he would do different things. He right. would use certain tools that you might. Usually, think it's just for your garden, but it's right. like, no, that works really good in cheese making. <laughs> exactly. Or, you yeah. know, and it's yeah. just this really creative and so that's that sharing thing of ideas.
1: For me, that came out of beer making too. Is yeah. That just repurposing things. Exactly. You know, you can use a an old paddle for, you know, stirring your, be- sure. your wort when you're making beer, yeah. you know, things like
0: that. So good. And how um, rewarding it is to make something for yourself, right? Indeed. That, Indeed. Um, yeah. Indeed. Does it give you a good appreciation of cheeses are expensive? You they, know, they are they are really inexpensive. Do you, by making it, do you see the val- more value in that,
1: or I do? But you know, milk is expensive too, mm-hmm. and yeah. and good milk is really expensive. really expensive. So yeah, um,
0: starting right there.
1: So you so it can be an investment, mm-hmm. and you know it's good to look for a source of, of inexpensive good milk. Yeah, and and uh, people have their ways. I'll just leave <laughs> it at that. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Um,
0: <laughs> we will leave it at that. And, but it,
1: and so, it, yeah. um, that's that is a great way to go. But mm-hmm. you know, purchase gallons of pasteurized cow milk at the yeah. store work great. Work great, yeah. And uh, and you just want your cheeses to work out because it gets expensive. You're, you get a pound of cheese per gallon. Yeah, is that? Uh,
0: if anyone can really understand that, how little solid cheese comes out of a gallon of milk.
1: <laughs> so the real revelation right. for making mm-hmm. good aged cheese is to break down and get four gallons of milk and yeah. make a big four-pound round. So you mm-hmm. feel like you can, you know, after five months, it's been worth your while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that four gallons, this is what I've got right here. Yeah. And
1: your cheese is also aged That's better. That's really good.
0: are bigger. If it's, it's bigger. Yes. See, something that you learn as but you go But
1: on the other hand, I mean if camembert size is yeah. is small and it's a gallon of milk and it uh, ages quickly, you yeah. know, you can be eating it in, in ten how long? days.
0: Ten days. And did you beautiful? Okay, not this last year, but the year before at the fair there was a beautiful camembert cheese. Was that you?
1: No. I this year was the first year I submitted
0: my okay. cheese. Because there was a beauty. Um,
1: but there, there, right. are, as I say, there's some great
0: cheese yeah. makers around. Here. Great cheese makers around. One, I don't know if you've had any tips because I know you know Peter at Smith hosts yeah. the meetings and stuff yeah. and has talked for a long time wanting to do the cheese Cheese Smith Project, which would be the greatest thing. It would be San Diego's first. When people say, "What local cheese do we have?" If we're going to have one, it's going to be Peter. Yeah. And um, it's how's that coming? Its way. Yeah, so, good, good.
1: So uh, you know, I know there's been inspection and licensing mm-hmm. and this and that. Yeah. and it's always you know one two steps forward one step back sure and uh, it's yeah. on its way on its way which
0: is good it's news definitely So i don't think it. people understand i think cheese seriously cheese making is more almost ha- harder to do a commercial cheese making operation here than opening um, a distillery or seriously oh, a brewery harder. i mean a brewery you can open in a snap compared oh. to opening a absolutely. cheese making facility which seems so counterintuitive or something Milk and but it's truly are a real yeah, challenge in terms really of really challenging Yeah, but um, I'm glad to hear it. It's so exciting. And you mentioned Jack Ford of Taj, am I saying it right? Taj Taj Farms. Farms. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, are are fortunate enough that he'll share some of the fresh milks that he gets from the goats and everything, which is so super, so that people can learn and experiment and then be with the animals and really see um, where it comes from. Do you, have you had a chance to dabble into that fresh raw milk? And then have you seen the big difference? Like (laughs) what would you say? I have. Yeah, you have. (laughs) Goats. I love the goats. Yeah. And what's the what do you notice?
1: Well, I mean, when you're dealing with raw milk, um, the the issue is there's already the organisms are already mm-hmm. there. Now you can yeah. pasteurize it. I've pasteurized lots okay. of okay, uh, yeah, fresh milk,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and it's just like any other milk, except it's very high quality yeah. and very fresh. Yes, and and uh, you can also use it. Uh, as is, if you're going to age mm-hmm. cheese for a long time, it's a good idea to pasteurize it for short-aged yeah. cheeses. Okay. And uh, if you're going to age cheese for mm-hmm. months, over two months is in the industry. Exactly. The rule is over two months. Sure. And uh, so, if you're going to age your cheeses, then you can use that milk uh, yeah. straight. But you'll notice that it acidifies more rapidly. Okay. Because Here's it the has science: the, the mm-hmm. bacteria in it, mm-hmm. and you add bacteria. Some people make it without add, adding bacteria. Yeah. There's some interesting okay. books on yeah. on how to make cheeses with uh, using all your old your own uh, bacterial cultures and mold cultures and things like that. You can get as basic about wow. this as you want.
0: Interesting. You can go right? back
1: to the roots.
0: Back to the yeah true right? true. I think a lot of people are wanting to do and Which doing is and yeah. why it not? Is. And can. I've
1: experimented with it a little, yeah. bit, but I've mostly used added cultures.
0: Yeah, added cultures yeah. to it. Have you? Um, Tested around with um, animal based ones and vegetable based ones?
1: The the you're talking about rennet? Mm-hmm. Or you, yeah. So with rennet, uh I, I always use animal rennet. Yeah. Um I know people that use vegetable rennet sure. and they have no problems. Yeah. Yeah. Some people say if you overdose your vegetable rennet, it gets bitter. Huh. Uh yeah. but
0: it's interesting.
1: It's, it's yeah. I don't think it's an issue as long as you control it well. Control it all
0: good. Yeah. yeah it's so there there's so many nuances. We all know you know cheese the core ingredient is milk, but then it's all those little nuances exactly. around it, right? And, exactly. that's,
1: and that's of course, there's rennet list cheeses. Yeah, that sure. You
0: that you could make too. Right. <gasps> so many choices. Yeah, um, it's, a,
1: it's a big world.
0: Yeah. It's a big world. No, out there, the that's good. Makers world. So, cheese makers. Yep. If you're kind of not completely into the cheese making, tell us about some of the fun things the club does that's just cheese related. Right. I know you so, do a lot of things. So we we have
1: we have at our club meetings we have sharing of cheeses that that are both commercial and homemade. Mm-hmm. People bring things that are made with cheese, commercial and homemade. Ah, uh, nice, but, yeah. Uh, various different dishes. dishes.
0: No, you have and, a grilled cheese competition. And we have every a grilled year.
1: cheese competition every <laughs> year, which is not what you think it is. <laughs> I mean, think about uh, dessert grilled cheese with pound mm. cake and mascarpone. Oh. For, that sounds like uh, a winner. <laughs> you know. Anything you can imagine, uh, uh, grilled cheeses where the cheese is the outside and and other nice. things are the inside. inside. You know, so it, it's creative. really amazing. Yeah, uh, people do really impressive things. Oh, nice. And we do that right. We cook it all right there in the um, uh, in the meeting. Yeah. And then we have a. We just had our macaroni and cheese meeting, which again is not Sounds what you expect. Uh, what a do lot people of creative, do? Creative uh, macaroni and yeah. cheeses. I use. I did one with all homemade cheese this year. Uh, A homemade cheddar style and and shells and broccoli and garlic and, you know, so it was was not really a formal grilled cheese. There was uh, a cheese, uh, I mean, a mac and cheese Uh made with uh, chili that had been made out of Jaco Vesa beer, which is Uh a Mexican chocolate stout that Chris Banker has made with Stone Brewing Company. So uh, Wild. there was a a that was an outstanding one,
0: and they mixed that in the mac and cheese somehow. It
1: was chili mixed mm. into mac and cheese with the beer. I'm hungry, <laughs> and you know all kinds of interesting yeah. things. There 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 was pumpkin mac and cheese.
0: That sounds good too. There were some fantastic yeah, things. Some fantastic mac things. and cheese
1: pizza. Sure,
0: just and then just sharing. Yeah, yeah. So that's really that's great. another
1: thing we do. The other mm-hmm. thing we do is we have all kinds of sort of off. Site events. Um, sometimes those are just gather together at Venissimo or Brothers Provisions or somewhere sure. and and enjoy some cheese yeah. or drink some wine and have some cheese or beer. And then sometimes we do things like this uh, uh, b- cider and cheese pairing that we just did up yeah, at Julian fun. Cider Works in Julian. Yeah. Uh, we we bought all, all the cheese for that from Venissimo Yeah. Thank you and uh, support. Yeah. And. and People just, we it's had some fun, fabulous right? cheeses. And then the, and pairings, the pairings, super fun time. And the pairings is really, a, you know, it's another experience, another part, yeah. dimension to the experience. Mm-hmm. And of course, Julian Cider Works has a, is on a beautiful piece of property outside of Julia. How could you complain? The combination of everything. Place. Yeah. So it was a great event. That's but we really do, good. We, we do things like that each year. Yeah. And super. then we have a holiday party where, mm-hmm. of course, it's a potluck. Things are generally cheesy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that would make sense. Uh, cheesy and beery a, and <laughs>
1: we have a cheese and bubbly pairing for yeah. the new year. Oh, nice. So yeah. We do, lo- we do lots of things surrounding cheese. Oh, ooh.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good. Your um your little bloomies would be so good with the bubblies. Exactly. Mm. So we we set yeah. up
1: I can't remember about six pairings. This right. this year I'm part of the pairings because I'm okay. it's the it's the Incoming president and the outgoing president. So I'm going to be the incoming president. Congratulations,
0: Mr. President. Yes. <laughs> the outgoing
1: president is Very Earl good. Hittrich. And, yeah. And, okay. And uh, we'll, we'll be in charge and of the, the pairings this year.
0: Super fun. Super fun. And again, fun. we
1: do that. Uh, we do generally do that at the Unitarian Church mm-hmm. in San Diego. Nice. So Yeah.
0: So different spots around yep. town and yep. just different different ways to enjoy cheese exactly. in all its forms. Exactly. That's awesome. If someone wants to become a member, there's a Queso Diego website.
1: There is a Queso Diego website and a Queso Diego Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get the information about meetings from there. We generally announce uh, the, the presenter of the meeting and, yeah. uh, again, of course, the when the meeting's going to sure. be and where. Exactly. And uh, the events are all up there. Yeah. Uh, we also now have a cheese of the month. Uh, project mm-hmm. where we're encouraging people to make a particular cheese each month and bring it to the next month's oh, meeting. Oh, nice.
0: So let's say October would be cheddars or, so or something. I, yeah. I think
1: October was brine cheeses. So Ooh, feta, halloumi. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it was also our mac and cheese meeting. So it was a <laughs> lot of cheese. It's a lot of
0: cheese. Again, this is for Terra This is for cheese lovers. <laughs> and
1: uh, so, yeah, you can find the information yeah. there. Okay. You can join mm-hmm. at the club. Um, there is probably a mechanism for joining online, but I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, and
1: uh, the a membership is twenty dollars per person. Mm-hmm. You get a tremendous. You get first of all twelve dinners for that Eight. by attending the meetings. That's really. And true. then all <laughs> the rest of what go what I've described uh, happens at the meeting. Yeah. as well as the associated events. So That's super. You get a lot for very little money. Yeah, and there is a family membership too. Mm-hmm. And uh, great. it's just a fabulous view. A
0: fabulous group. Yeah, yeah and we at Venissimo mm-hmm. will give all members 10% off on any cheese all the time because um, we just love the group and the fact of promoting cheese, cheese making, cheese dishes, <laughs> cheese exactly. recipes. And, and I beautiful. should say that there are many
1: sponsors of the club, of which Venisimo yeah. is one. and really we, great. We get discounts from all of them, so that's another yeah. great benefit of the club.
0: It is nice, yeah, for the hobbyists or perhaps for the aspiring professional maker, you know. Who knows where it could lead, which is really awesome, Kurt. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming. And everybody, check out Queso Diego and uh, keep eating cheese. And uh, have a good day. See you next week. Hi, fellow cheese lovers. Cheese Whiz Gina here, and I invite you to subscribe to our Noon on Tuesday podcast to hear all about cheese all the time. You can listen on iTunes or SoundCloud or subscribe via feed burner under Noon on Tuesday. You can also watch us live every week on Facebook at Venissimo Cheese at, you guessed it, Noon every Tuesday Pacific Time. We're fun, we're cheesy, so tune in and tell your friends to tune in, too. Ciao.